we've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com. You have your choice, Shaw. Carte blanche. You can do whatever you want. Okay. What's your favorite sandwich of all time? Your go-to. Number one. My favorite of all time? I like a good corned beef sandwich. Corned beef? Whether Mm -hmm. it's uh, like a Reuben or just a corned beef? Straight up corned beef. And what do you use for your, like, dressing? Mustard and onions. Mustard, onions, any lettuce, tomato, anything? No. Rye bread? Not on corned beef. Yeah, rye bread, yeah. Rye bread, so, okay. Gene? I'm trying to think about that. Some sort of... Probably like an Italian on a baguette kind of thing with like salami and mm-hmm. and provolone sure. maybe and some oil, salt, pepper, uh-huh. that kind of thing would Sounds probably be my go-to. Although I, there's, I mean, right. it's hard to, <laughs> good roast beef is really, really yummy. I love all that stuff, but you give me a BLT and I'm going to say yes seven Every times. Time. Yeah, I love seven a times BLT out of seven. Sure. Nice bunch of crispy bacon. Mm-hmm. Good tomatoes. Beautiful, thick tomato. Yeah. I like a little onion in there, too. Like, you throw a little sliver of onion yeah, in there. Yeah, me too, and some cheese. Uh, maybe a cheese. Yeah, there's no reason you can't uh, decorate it a little bit. I go BLTOC, yeah. My uh, <laughs> husband puts peanut butter on his, by the way. What? On his BLTs. I'm sorry, he does. That's a thing. I'm sorry, too, Gene. Yeah. I am sorry. Tomatoes are really good right now, though. Yes, they are. Fresh for tomatoes. Farmer's market is nice, soft, white bread. And then you also get, uh, of course, that Hellman's mayo Mm -hmm. with the blue cap. Throw that on there. You're good to go. Uh, America's favorite sandwich, apparently, according to uh, a recent survey, Shaw, grilled cheese. Yeah. Okay, I like grilled cheese, but... I do like a grilled cheese. They're very satisfying and comforting. I don't know if it's the one I would go to nine times out of ten. I get why it's popular, though. Oh, I mean, certainly it's It's a... It's cheap. You know what's good on a grilled cheese sandwich? Bacon. Yeah. And tomato. And some tomato (laughs) tomato soup on the side. Dunk that in there. Uh, Grilled chicken sandwich, number two on the list of the ten best sandwiches... Uh, or favorite sandwiches, I should say. Extra uh, filet kind of thing or something? Yeah. Uh, I, I, don't get me wrong. I like a chicken sandwich. You know, you do either chicken salad or you do like a grilled chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can put some mushrooms and peppers in there. I like cold meatloaf, too. Uh, turkey, number turkey. three on the mm-hmm. list. Roast beef, number four. Yep. Club sandwich, then BLT at number six. Ham, pulled pork, peanut butter and jelly, and then tuna fish. Mm. Rounding out mm. the top ten. In terms of the ones that we don't like, Shaw, the, the least favorite. Uh-huh. Sandwiches here in America, according to a new survey, cream cheese and cucumber sandwich. Isn't that a funeral sandwich? Yeah, they're more like the little. Like on pumpernickel. Little tiny, squares and, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever eaten a full sandwich like that, no. but you have the, the little funeral the little toast. little tiny yeah. pumpernickels. Uh, the rest of the top ten, and one of these is very surprising to me, muffaletta, which is not surprising. It's olives, right? Ooh, so I like it. Yeah, that's a good sandwich. It is a great uh, sandwich. These two are strange that they're on here. Crab cake and lobster roll. Now, lobster roll, I guess you could technically consider it a sandwich. But I don't know why people wouldn't want a lobster sandwich. I mean, it sounds delicious. Cre- uh, cheese and tomato. Huh. Very basic. That's really basic. Yeah. The Cuban. Ah, I like a Cuban too, though. Pastrami. Maybe it's just too mm, pastrami. Oh, pastrami and corn. Too beef. pungent, maybe with the together. The meat. A Reuben is down there on the bottom ten. French dip and then egg salad. Ooh, French also, dip too. yeah, I like a French dip with the au jus. Mm. Egg salad's good too, man. You put a little bit of lobster bay seasoning in there. Oof, get yourself a winner. A little celery, a little crunch, kick it up a notch. It's not a ketchup sandwich, which Donut eats on the <laughs> on the cheap. Takes a piece of bread, Shaw, my buddy Donut. Yeah. Uh, just a regular old slice of white bread. Squirts ketchup on it, folds it in half, and eats it. Yeah, uh, no. Ketchup sandwich. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content. 
that I think they should have. Did you watch any baseball over the weekend, Shaw? Oh, yeah. I watched the Cubs sweep the Brewers. Yeah, obviously, uh, Brewers and uh, my Red Sox not doing so well, man. At least your Brewers still have a chance. My, the, the Red Sox are Might gone. be out of it. You know, Brewers can't seem to score enough runs. That's their problem. But We've lost seven been. in a row, man. It's Brewers. Actually, I think it's Got eight. swept by the Yanks and swept by the Rays. It's just awful. Ugly. Ugly baseball. But uh, a lot of people are, are, are leaving Major League Baseball. Uh, of course, football season's here, so people are in, interested in switching yeah. over to football and watching that. But uh, Major League Baseball has uh, a problem, Shaw. Attendance-wise? Oh, attendance-wise, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it's long. It takes a long time. <laughs> And they're trying to shorten the game any way they can, but it's not working. The games are just as long as they've always been. You know, uh, here are some ways to make Major League Baseball a little more exciting. Okay. Some top ways to help uh, make the game a little more exciting. Shall Play I? football? We could use these ideas. <laughs> uh, if you catch a player's foul ball, you get to have sex with his wife. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. And turn things up. Bring things up a notch, Shaw. Bring it, bring it up a little bit. For sure. Top ways to make Major League Baseball a little more exciting. Hold bobblehead bong night. Hey, man. It's a bobblehead and a bong. Like Two things I can out do of with my it. bobblehead, man. Top ways to make Major League Baseball a little bit more exciting, Shaw. Only allow players to adjust the protective cups of opposing players. Oh, not their own. Okay. Yeah. Like, hey, you need a little adjustment there? <laughs> Any player, manager, or coach who gets ejected is automatically replaced by a Kardashian. <laughs> that could be fun to watch. <laughs> Now in at second base, Kim Kardashian. Oh, she took one right off the forehead. Oh, oh man. She wasn't ready for that one. Whether it makes sense or not, find a way to incorporate sharks. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> they can do that down in Tampa Bay. Right? I was going to say Tampa Bay, yeah. You they got those uh, rays the in the pool, right? Isn't so there, hot uh, right now, sharks. I think the Jaguars, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a, a, a suite on the side of the field where you can, you're in a pool, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you can, can watch it. the game from the pool. Maybe throw a shark in there. Obviously different sport, but, you know, maybe a gator. Oh, no, there's a gator in there. <laughs> Top ways to make Major League Baseball a little more exciting. Uh, make the base salary similar to what teachers make. Then uh-huh. watch these guys really earn those bonuses. There you go. Some other ways to make Major League Baseball a little more exciting. Shaw, more handlebar mustaches. Mm, also, yes. the ball is yes. actually a grenade. Oh, okay. Exploding, but like on the golf course. Speaking of exploding, landmines on the base paths. Ooh. That would make things interesting. Boy, zigzag. He zigged when he should have zagged. <laughs> couple more of the ways you can make Major League Baseball a little more exciting. Combine bring your cat to the ballpark <laughs> night with Taylor Swift night and watch the mayhem. Oh, my. Woo. Things can get out of control. Fill the bullpen with actual bulls. <laughs> Another edition of Animal Shaw. Seems like the thing to do. And last but not least, top ways to make Major League Baseball a little more exciting. A mandatory uh, hit. A mandatory hit a foul, take a shot rule. Oh, sure. Yeah. I like that. Boom. A little dizzy bat action. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Dizzy bat would be good. Yeah. Yeah, so animals, cats, buffalo, yeah. sharks. That's why they don't have uh, bring your cat to the ballpark. That's right. no fun. Nobody no, likes that. <laughs> meow. So the average Major League Baseball game lasts just over three hours. And they actually, somebody did this. They, like, used a stopwatch to start and stop whenever there's actual play on the field. You know how long there's actually something going on other than just them standing Hour and a half. 18 minutes. 18 minutes, yeah. 18 minutes in a three-hour game. It's like that in football. The two and a half hours, three hours that it takes for a football game, there's only, like, less than an hour of actual action. Yeah, it's... 
18 minutes, though, seems and a I lot. Lo- and I like baseball. Well, I like watching a game. why but... Miller Park, I think, is so fun, because they do make the rest of that yes. time entertaining with all sorts of stuff going on, as opposed to just sitting there and, and waiting for more baseball. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. No, <laughs> really. All right, one of your favorite topics. Two surfers were bitten by sharks minutes apart at the same beach in Florida on Saturday. A 23-year-old woman needed stitches after she was bitten on her hand and wrist at Smyrna Beach, or New Smyrna Beach. New Smyrna, yeah. My grandparents used to live down there. Then as the woman was leaving the scene in an ambulance, a 21-year-old male surfer was bitten on one of his feet and suffered several minor cuts. Mm. He was treated at the scene. Neither of the bites was life-threatening. They're all life-threatening, Shaw. They're biting into your flesh, trying to kill you, eat you. That's life-threatening. All right. I'm going to give you some perspective on this. I don't need perspective. Sharks are evil. They want to kill everyone. If we were rational creatures... We would fear our backyards more than our beaches. Although oceans contain monsters like the Great White, our lawns and parks are home to humankind's deadliest foe, the mosquito. The harvester of human populations, the grim reaper, the deadliest hunters of human beings on the planet. Those are some of the ways that the new the pests are described. The mosquito has killed more people than any other cause of death in human history. Yeah. Yeah, they're just so little, too. Uh, mosquitoes have killed uh, a- annually, two million people die from mosquitoes. And what do we do with mosquitoes when we see them, Shaw? We kill them. We kill them. Same thing we should be doing with them. Ten sharks. people were killed last year by sharks. Two million by mosquitoes. Yeah, but you can choose not to get killed by a shark by just not going in the ocean. They haven't made their way into the sky yet. They haven't figured it out. <laughs> well, not it, mosquitoes. Well, they, they they can get around. In the movie, they, they carry did. deadly viruses. I mean, it wasn't. It was with a storm, but they yeah. did go in the sky. They're not flying though, like mosquitoes. No land sharks. <laughs> Didn't uh, Jacker just see the the sh- the other shark movie that just came out? Not the the Meg. Not the tornado. Not the Meg. The one that was just last week, like the crawl. The one with the, oh, gators? the tsunami yeah. sharks or whatever. Oh, the one on sci-fi. Did, yeah. Oh yeah. He, he watched zombie zombie zombie, zombie sharks. Or? Yeah. No, it was a zombie uh, tidal wave. Right? Yes. Wasn't that the deal? Yes. And brought zombies the in the tidal waves. Yes. Or? And here's one way to keep business costs down. Not a good way, but it is a way. Uh, over the past few weeks, a man and a woman broke into a grocery store in Alabama. The only thing they stole was toilet paper and paper towels. Well, cops were ready then a couple days later when the couple broke in for a third time. They did more paper products? And they wound up in a high-speed chase, again, Ooh. over toilet paper. Keepy. Cops wound up catching them. Turns out this guy is a man named Ira Glover. Why is he stealing toilet paper? Well, he owns a janitorial company, and he was looking to get some free inventory. <laughs> he didn't just need it for his bunghole? Right. And he did it for my bunghole. He's actually done this before. Same guy busted for stealing toilet paper back in March, and hey, he's still genius, on probation man. for that. I tell you what, every time I see a roll, if I like the toilet paper here a little more, I'd probably think about it, Chuck, because... I'm not a fan of the teepee here at the building, but very, there's always an extra roll, and I'm like, yeah, whatever, one very roll. very thin. Yeah, I can see that. I like something a little more comfortable at home, you know? But then he just doesn't have that expense for his business, right. so yeah. there's more profit. It's all profit for him. Save a lot of money when you do Brilliant that. business plan. He needs teepee for his money. Mm. I don't think Mongolia. he does, though. <laughs> I don't think he does. Tiki Kaka. You threatening me? Hmm. <laughs> Oh, man. Aren't you glad you've got uh, television back again? Oh, I'm so grateful for it. All your stuff hooked up? Yeah, we got everything hooked up, Shaw. We're we're good for you. Back on the grid. Hooking with grease now. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. Book publishers are apparently trying to target millennials, though, getting them to uh, read a little bit more. So here are some of the uh, top millennial books that are available for millennials, Shaw. Okay. 
Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad gluten. <laughs> That's true. Yes, actually. That is true. Top millennial books here uh-huh. on the Morning Sickness and 95.7 The Rock. The Vapes of Wrath. <laughs> good one. Do, you, do you even vape, bro? The five Snapchat filters you meet in heaven. <laughs> Your millennial books here on the Morning Sickness. Book publishers trying to get that millennial audience. Charlotte's Addiction to the Web. Uh, yes. <laughs> Pride and participation trophies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Harry Potter and the Goblet of IPA. Yeah, yeah they love their IPAs. Oh, they, they do. Is that a New England-style IPA? Do you get free IPAs at your son's wedding, Sean? Uh, yeah. Well, you're paying for it, right? 11 different beers no. on tap, so. You're paying for it, right? I'm not paying for it. No. What do I have to pay d- for you're the father of the it, husband. You got to pay for the. Yeah. You got to pay for the beer. They're paying for everything themselves. Mm-hmm. That's and how millennial really they are. Captain, <laughs> Cap, well, he's an engineer. I know. You are Captain Easy Street. Hey, I didn't set up the. Yeah, I didn't do that. Not my fault. I didn't do anything. <laughs> of course, you didn't do anything. We know that about you, Shaw. That's how you get away with this. We've offered to help, Brian. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> millennial books here on the morning sickness. The uh, top ones that are out there for the you millennials looking to read something this summer. A farewell to student loans. Yeah, boy, yeah. that would be oh, nice. Huh? nice. The lit Gatsby. <laughs> He's not great anymore. He's just lit AF, right, Shaw? That's right. He's lit. Are you there, God? I can't hear you because I have my <laughs> AirPods in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Constantly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do not understand people who see me at rock stops and I put my headphones on and they still talk and I'm watching them and I'm like, don't you realize I'm not this listening? This means I can't like, move, but uh, Conversation's over, bro. Like I have to, like, literally tap my kids because they've got the noise-canceling uh-huh. one shot. So it's like, hello, 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 yeah, hello. It's constant. Yeah. Just trying to get their attention is hard. Over here. You should carry around, like, some walnuts like or something. Like an air horn? Just yeah. throw it yeah. out, you know? Uh, these are millennial books here on the Morning Sickness Shaw as the uh, publishers, book publishers, look to get that millennial audience. Uh, a few more. Horton hears a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the World According to Bernie. <laughs> They love them. Feel the burn. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Airbnbs of Madison County. <laughs> yes. Free range sustainable animal farm. <laughs> I thought it was just animal farm, but okay. The seven habits of highly insufferable people. Yes. Oh, that would, I know yeah. some of them. Oh, yeah. Millennial books here on the morning sickness. A few more. Where the woke things are. <laughs> <laughs> the very hangry caterpillar. Oh, that's true. He's hangry, Shaw. Who moved my artisanal cheese? <laughs> Ooh, that sounds so good right now. I settled just for some cheese sticks uh-huh. or fries or cheese anything. Uh-huh. Just some cheese. Millennial books, a couple more here on the Morning Sickness on 95.7 The Rock. The cat in the douchey fedora. <laughs> Last but not least, top millennial books. As book publishers look to get that millennial mm-hmm. audience, Shaw. Green eggs and avocado toast. You betcha. The more ham. Can't eat ham. Is that free range ham? Ooh, I love is that impossible ham? Though, I do do they shy, do impossible do. ham? Or is I had it one just... for breakfast. Is I saw that you did, yes. When they do impossible, what is it? Impossible burgers? Is it? Do they do all the meats or is it just beef? You're asking the wrong guy. Yeah, me too. I don't know. What, I don't know. Are they doing chicken and, and pork and other meats? I am tofu. doing burgers on the grill, though. Tonight, before Royal Bliss, there's burgers happening. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm doing a nap, is what I'm doing. (laughs) After that, I don't, whatever happens, Whatever, that's just a mystery. We'll see. The fog and the clouds burn off, Sean. It should be great for grilling. Sunshine and Apparently, Neil's uh, wedding anniversary today, and I've I've been warned. Uh, I overheard the uh, conversation. Yeah, you getting drunk on Jameson with your friend Brian and LaCrosse? (laughs) Is that what you're doing for our wedding anniversary? (laughs) 
scary. The answer is yes. Yes, actually. I'm sorry. It just happened to sink up to these here on that magic date. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's not our fault. I'll make sure he gets back to you in one piece, I guess. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. You'd say that we have had a litany of bad news over the last few days, right, Shaw? I think that's fair to say. Certainly had our fill. Well, I've got some good news for you. We could use some. This is an incredible story, and uh, we'll talk more about it when we after we hear this audio from uh, this kid who made a lemonade stand, Shaw. Okay. He was funny, he was nice, kind, smart, to take my mom on a date because I didn't have enough money and I wanted to do it. Brady's a very sweet soul, always looking out for everybody else, and I think really learned that from his dad. Really lifted our spirits, and it made Brady so happy. It's pretty special. I know Brandon would be very, very proud. This is, uh, well, boy, this doesn't have any sort of impact on you emotionally, then you might want to check your pulse. Okay. This kid is six years old. He lives in Colorado. And he wanted to fulfill his dad's dying wish. Oh, my. Using the money that he earned from a lemonade stand that he built to take his widowed mother on a date after his father died of colon cancer this past July. Wow. Brady told the TV station out there, my dad and I came up with the idea of a lemonade stand to take my mom on a date. I didn't have enough money and I wanted to pay, so I did it. July 8th, the day that his father, Brandon, passed away. This kid is out there, six years old, building a lemonade stand. Wow, good for him. Charging a dollar or best offer per cup. Operation, of course, really takes off once somebody hears about it. Officers, fire department, apparently raised over $240 in that one day at nice. his lemonade stand, able to take mom out. And that's not the end of the story, by the way. That is not. The pictures, by the if you get a chance, Google this story. It's on the New York Post all over the place. But uh, uh, the pictures of the fire department showing up yep. and taking pictures with him outside of his house and is with his mom. And uh, he had about 75 customers that day, uh, over $240 in cash, took his mom out on the date. Then this is where it gets even better. A neighbor offered to register a GoFundMe page in his father's name, Brandon's name. The campaign raised more than $38,000. Oh, in the last month, Shaw, it's wow. been a month since this guy yeah, passed Jim, away. You said July 8th. To be donated to the Brandon Campbell Memorial Fund at the University of Colorado uh, Medical Campus, as well as Colorectal ca- uh, Cancer Advocacy Group, Colentown. Wow. So a pretty amazing story about a, si- a six-year-old kid. Started with a six-year-old kid in a lemonade stand. I know. It's amazing. It's, and a promise to his dad to take his mom yeah, on a date. Exactly. Dad knew he was going to die, and uh, boy, oh boy, set that kid up for... Wow. Good things in the future. Mm. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Uh, here's a woman in Kentucky who deserves her own magic show. Uh, this is a pretty impressive trick. More impressive than anything David Blaine has ever done. Yeah. 28-year-old Catherine Allers arrested for public intoxication. They handcuffed her and they put her in the back of a cop car. Okay. But somehow, she still managed to retrieve a baggie of drugs from her lady parts... And snort them. Which one of her lady parts? Take a guess. I'm, uh, I'm just. Was she handcuffed they... in the front? I don't know if her hands were in front of her or behind her. Well, but behind way she was makes cuffed. it a lot more impressive. I just gotta say. Well, yeah, in I mean, the you front, can still get up in, her, in, in there from uh, behind, right? And then snort it. Maybe she got really long fingers. There's no word on no, what the drugs were specifically, actually. but police say it was some fine, some kind no, of white powder. Yes, you can. 
and then snort it. And what okay, if, so if you get a little, if you toss here. it, if you get a little well, toss, it gets. No, it doesn't. We should open the baggie somehow, right? I mean, maybe she just made like a a like a a cloud of it. You know what I mean? She just and then she walked through it. Maybe she has really powerful nostrils. Yeah, maybe. Suck it from a distance, you know? Like, like a Hoover. Yes. No, I mean, if you're in the front. Suck it from a distance. See, I'm going to write that down. 849, suck, suck it, it from a distance. Really powerful nostrils. Is that how it works, Sean? How did I know as soon as that came out of my mouth that <laughs> you said it, we were man. targeting the audio? Maybe she could suck it from a, a distance. distance. Oh, man, that's my dream come true, Shawin. She like can suck it from a distance. A distance. Like really distance. What are you doing in Colorado this weekend? <laughs> It's hard Did to your mind? From a Sean told me that you can suck it from a distance. <laughs> Is there a range on this thing? Is it garden hose? I thought that was a garden hose joke. That's good, Sean. Yeah, thank you. Thank chrome? You. Is there some sort of I'm chrome on a hitch down, or yeah. something, Sean? Mm-hmm. Really powerful. Yeah, maybe she could suck it from a distance. <laughs> uh, I'm Scott Robert Shaw with the hard-hitting news. What do you think of that one, Stu? Stu. Stu loves it now. <laughs> suck it from a distance, Stu. He was mad earlier, but he's not oh, anymore. We got him back. We got him back, baby. We got him back. Uh, Welcome back. Hashtags. Yeah. I, gotta, I, think, I think you could get it from behind, though. If you no had your way. handcuffs. No way. I think look you got to assume. Look it. Look, I and saw a picture of her. I... I saw a picture of her on the internet. She looks I, she wiry. She looks wiry. Very powerful. What if she was able to get her cuffed hands, you know, get her legs in, in front yeah, of them? And... You can get them out from, under, from behind. She's like a contortionist. Even if you, like, you can no. sit on your hands if you're sitting okay, down. May, and then you can just reach maybe. up in there and pull okay, it out. For first, I got to get in my pants. I got to get that she, out. She was wearing a skirt. And then I got to throw it over my what ver- if she? What if she had a skirt on with no panties? Very powerful nostrils. And I could, <laughs> I mean, even if I could suck she it could from suck a distance. suck it from a distance. <laughs> it'd have to be a hell of a distance. Yeah, it's possible. We got to do bad news, first happy music all. earlier in the show. So we can then continue <laughs> right. on throughout the show with the suck it from a distance. Oh, my God. I got to get out of the packaging, too. Yeah even considered that, right? Sean. Yeah, no, it was in a baggie, super, super, presumably sealed. If I'm in the front, I have a lot more... Well, yeah, I'm not saying it's not easier if you're in the front. I'm saying it's possible if she had the handcuffs behind her. Oh, man. Especially if she could suck it from a distance. (laughs) Are you going to talk about this on Z93 next? No, No, they're not going to be talking... All right, just making sure. Just for you, Brent. All right, suck it from a distance. Thank you, Shaw. I got to get a T-shirt that says that now. <laughs> Give it to yeah, sure. yeah morning sickness, sucking it from a distance. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. It's been a while since we had a, a true roommate, Shaw. Any of us? I've lived with my wife now for, I think, a decade, eleven years, something like that. You've been with Mary forever, Shaw. Yeah. Gene, Mike, and Do the Kate. kids count as roommates? I don't think so, yeah. What if after they move out and then they come back? Does that count? Because it felt like I had a roommate. Still your kids. I don't know. That, it is more of a roommate situation at that point because okay. you're like, I have to readjust to having someone in the house with me that I wasn't right. there before. Yes, who's also off doing their own thing right. on their own schedule, so... Yeah. Are we taking bets, by the way, on when Hannah's moving back? She's in? not moving. Back. <laughs> no, she's she's, got, she's well on her way. She's got her own like right. real gig. So like was none I. of us. I remember those days. No, I it mean nice. like real and gig. I, and then I got no, not my like license his... taken away. And I had to go move home. <laughs> not with a mom t-shirt and dad. shop, like a real job. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I was a mechanic at the time. Uh, I've had random band members staying at my house. That's an adjustment. Yeah, that's a roommate. Oh boy. For 24 hours. Uh, the otherwise guys were in my house for three days. That was when we were trying yeah. to clean the house, get it ready for the inspector, too. That's I, too that, much. Was, that was a struggle, Shaw. The struggle mm-hmm. was real. My wife won't let it go. They <laughs> ate their impos- her impossible burgers oh, or whatever no. the hell it was. Some kind of burger that she had from. Yeah, without asking. 
Yeah. Anyways, top questions you should ask yourself before getting a roommate, Shaw. Mm-hmm. These are questions you should ask before you go down that path okay. and get a roommate. Are the walls too thin to hide the sound of my sex toys? Yeah. Oh. Well, anything. All of the things, then, if the walls are thin. Yeah. If you have a, a roommate with a girlfriend that, that likes to fornicate a lot, expect them to bang on your, your bed and your mm-hmm. couch. It happens. Or at least make fun of Futon. Yep. Yeah. I had what, the, the flipping F. Remember those things? Yes. It's like a it's like a cushion that would be you could sit on it and it yes. had a back and then Pilots. you could it would flip out Shaw like okay. transform into like yeah, a yeah. a bed. A bed. Or, well, I had one bed. of those at one point and at a low point in my life that was my bed and my my furniture. That's what I had <laughs> and, and people I right. came home and my roommate was banging his girlfriend on that thing. It was I was like, "Okay, well now I have to throw that away. That's nice." Uh, top questions to ask yourself before you get a roommate, Shaw. Does he smoke weed? And if yes, will he share? <laughs> okay. That's right, your Shaw. thing. How can I make the cabinet under the kitchen sink sound like a quaint second bedroom? <laughs> it's very roomy. Lot you can stretch out, Shaw. Well, you actually probably you could. I could stretch out. Yeah, yeah, you guys can get a much smaller house now. You bet. You can get one of them tiny houses. Tiny houses. Yeah, Mary, on wheels. where are you? I'm over here. I'm up here in the loft. Top questions to ask yourself before you get a roommate, Shaw. To make room for his groceries, will I have to clear the refrigerator of my collection of small animal skulls? Oh, yeah. Need some shared space in the fridge. Mm. Take out my taxidermy or what? Uh, would I be the weird roommate or the one complaining about being or having a weird roommate? <laughs> sure. right. Which one am Which, I? How do I fit into this equation? Yeah. If I want to share a non-sexual cohabitation with a stranger, why won't I just get married? <laughs> oh, ouch. Right, John? Oh. Top no, questions to like ask that, yourself before you get a roommate. Uh, will the person be okay running errands for me because of my house arrest thingy? <laughs> Hey, while you're out, yeah, I can't go anywhere. So, agrophobia isn't that what it is? Pick up some cleaning products. <laughs> uh, is he the same size as me so we can wear each other's clothes? Mm-hmm. Assuming he also likes to wear gimp suits. <laughs> Get the gimp. Oof. Just watched that the other day. It's such a great movie. Uh, top questions to ask yourself before getting a roommate. Shot a couple more. Uh, am I prepared to have a new enemy within the next six months? Yeah. Sometimes that's how it ends. I live up. with my best friend Donut, and I love the guy, but yeah. I don't know if I could live with him again. Yeah, that's too much. There's the, roommates, not best friends usually. You know what I mean? Want to like, be friendly, friends, but, yeah. but and like, but the best friend thing is. Mm. Last but not least, Shaw, top questions to ask yourself before you get a roommate: Will my mom let someone else move into the basement? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're not a good roommate candidate there. Mom, uh, love! Mom, what's she doing up there? There you go. Questions you should ask yourself before you get a roommate. Are We've your got, roommates uh, leaving this morning? I think so, yeah. I think that, I don't know, they may still be there when I get home. They play tonight in Minneapolis? Yeah, I think the they're up in Minneapolis tonight. I'm assuming their load-in at the venue they're playing is probably around the same time as it was for them ten- last yeah, night. mid-afternoon. So they might be leaving late morning, so we'll see. They use all your hot water? No. Showers no. and stuff? No. Uh, they they did uh, enjoy their breakfast yesterday, though. I came home, made them breakfast. I know, I heard about, about it, that. Taylor. Bacon, surprisingly <laughs> enough. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. That wasn't on the menu. I goes, was that it? And he goes, oh, no, no, no. There was scrambled eggs and other things. I thought maybe you just made bacon. Yeah. Like, here's breakfast, and that's all. This is the <laughs> one Meal was so funny because I, I, my wife, uh, she had a, a gal in her office at a going away party, and she made uh, barbecued beef or whatever, like, you know, Pulled pork? No, it wasn't pulled pork, but beef. You know, like you take ground beef and you... you And uh, she just bought packages of hamburger buns. Well, she had extra left over after this going away party. So they've been in our house, but we don't... We're not making any hamburgers or anything. So you use those for toast? So, yeah. So what I did was I put some 
you know, butter on them, and then I stuck yeah. them on a, a, a cookie sheet, and I stuck them in the oven for Made ten minutes, or whatever. Bun toast. And Neil's eating. And he's like, "This is what is this? this is really good." And I'm like, "I don't know, it's hamburger buns from the grocery <laughs> store." And he's, "Oh man, what did you do?" And I'm yeah. like, "I put butter on and put it in the oven." What? And yeah. I'm like, "All right, it's a, it's a bun toast." It's, Neil, yeah. relax. Yeah, it's poor man's toast. I don't know. What, I'm trying to get rid of it. I'm <laughs> pushing off on you guys. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. There's a website out there, Shaw, that just put together a list of the top 25 opening sequences in TV history. Opening sequences? like Yeah. So the sequence that opens the show. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, not, not necessarily the, the show. Not necessarily the theme song either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about the opening sequence. Okay. A, a combination of... The video and the audio going together. Mm-hmm. Um, number 25, you want to take a stab at 25? Uh, MASH, I don't know. No. So it's not... It's MASH not, is on the list. It's only 21, though. It's way down on so the So it's not bottom. the song and them... It's no, not it's, like I've, Friends I've, where they're all around the water fountain? That's not what we're talking about? No, that is what we're talking about. Okay, Friends. But what I'm, That's on there, too. But I'm, <laughs> that's, uh, Let's see. MASH is 21. Friends is 24, right near the bottom of the huh. list. Um, so 20, Seinfeld. 20, uh, Seinfeld is not in the top 25. Yeah, that's 25. not that room. I mean, there's music it's and short. stuff. But it's short, and it's mostly How like... Brady Bunch? Is that too low? Is that too old uh, to be on Brady there? Bunch not on there. Nope. Yep. Uh, number 25 on the list is Arrested Development, Shaw. You and your Ooh, wife like that, right? Yeah, we've it. seen some of that. Uh, 24, as we mentioned, Friends. Big Little Lies at 23. I don't even know what the hell that is. Mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. Ha <laughs> ha. At 22, MASH, okay. 21, Baywatch. How can you go wrong Baywatch, with there you go. Parmella. My wife, Parmella, running slowly on the beach. Your wife? Uh, romantic explosions. <laughs> I like. I like. Uh, US and I. Don't get me started, all right? Okay. I'm trying to get through this freaking list right now. Uh, Entourage at number 19, Full <laughs> House. What have happened to you? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, the row house is on, in San Francisco. Which apparently was we, we found out it was a tourist trap. It's just dumb. It's like. Well, it's just houses right. next to and a windy, park. windy road. Uh, Deadwood at number seventeen. Stranger Things. There you mm. go. The graphics and mm-hmm. the sound and the music. The, sure. Yeah, that's Sucks number sixteen. Sucks you in, Shaw. The Wire at number fifteen. The Office at number fourteen. <laughs> the first season awesome. of True Detective, which was the best season. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson at number twelve. Dexter at number eleven. Shaw number ten. Yeah. Can't go wrong with the Simpsons, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the chalkboard gag every single week. Changes up. Yep. Simpsons at number 10. That's good. Weeds at number 9, Shaw. Weeds. Saw some of that. Is it, it's about marijuana, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, True Blood at number 8. Kind of a groovy mm-hmm. southern Louisiana style tune. and a little dirty. That's at number eight, Shaw. Number seven on the list of the top 25 opening sequences in TV history. Walking Dead. Zombies. They've done a good job over the last uh, two seasons of upgrading that. They made it into this uh, interesting, like, um, graphics package. With mm-hmm. Dead trees and zombies and okay. crows and blood and stuff like that. So it's not too bad. That's number seven on the list, Shaw, of the top 25 opening sequences in television history. Number five or six. Cops is filmed on location with the men and women of law. You know as soon as you hear that what it is. Suspects are considered innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. Cops. How do I remember these things? How do I remember these things, Shaw? I don't know, especially this morning. (laughs) It's I'm telling you, I'm firing on all cylinders. I just sound and look like garbage. 
I can attest to that, by the way. Cops at number six. Thank you. I smell good, though. I took a shower. Okay. Uh, number five on the list. Can't go wrong with a great song about your friends in a bar. Oh, yeah. Aww, there you go. With the sure. graphics of the... the yeah, but the old, old-timey old bartenders. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's uh, number five on the list Classic. of the top 25 opening sequences in TV history. Sure would help a lot. You got to get wasted with your friends. I yes, I would like I to. I do. I would like to. Cheers at number five. Number four on the list, Mad Men, Shaw. Okay. Number three on the list, no big surprise. The graphics on this were insane, and they changed them a little bit from season to season. Game of Thrones on HBO. Eh. Number two, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> now, this is a story all about how my life got is it because of the upside s- down. The song is so damn catchy. Well, the is song that is catchy, the- and it's kind of funny, and you know, well, I know, but is that got why? beat up that playing the- basketball, and then he had to move to Bel-Air, and Number one on the list, Shaw, of the top 25 opening sequences in television history, though, is The Sopranos. Huh. Woke up this morning. Right? Uh-huh. They're apparently doing a, not a reboot, but they're doing a prequel, I guess, yeah. on The Sopranos on HBO. Huh. So there you go. Milk it, I guess. Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw, giving you the best they've got. <laughs> no, really. Keeping it local on La Crosse's north side, the Flipside Pub and Grill, bringing you the summer party tip each and every Wednesday during the summer months at 8.05. We give you tips to help your party hardy, man. I got a big one coming up in a few weeks, and um, Mm -hmm. things are starting to go into place. The hot tub has been moved to its uh, final location. It's been filled with water, and I'm very excited about that. I called uh, Fayens Arcade Pumping Services, got my porta-potties ordered for our party, and uh, there's no shortage of things to do this summer, but time is running out. It is, and we were talking earlier this morning about Irish Fest, which is this weekend, right? So there's, by the way, there's... um, Passion for the Arts this weekend as well up in Arcadia. I'm going to talk about that, too. Irish Fest, by the way, has... um, Fireworks on Saturday night about 10 o'clock. Okay. IrishFestLacrosse.org. There's still uh, six logger games to get to this uh, week. We've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The doubleheader today. So there's plenty of activities this week. Three Doors Down will be playing Saturday night at 8 o'clock for Ashley for the Arts. Other stuff, though, we we are lucky to live in the place that we do. We've got yeah. Corn Fest coming up. That's in a couple weeks. The yep. 16th through the 18th at River Rose. That party that's right down here. The block party right Rock by the, the Sharma. Prairie. Rockin' the Prairies coming up. But then beer and wine tours, mm-hmm. going on a drive, right? We live on the River Road, Highway 35, which is one of the most scenic roads in the country right here. Vernon Vineyards go, go down there by the prairie, yeah. Make a, make a little cruise out of Fawn it, right? Fawn Creek and the Dells, by the way. If you haven't been to Fawn Creek, I'm not a wine drinker, but we went there to watch Pat McCurdy. It was, it's a really cool spot. This area and beers is and good stunning. Food. Obviously, Granddad Bluff. I mean, it seems like it's ordinary and in your backyard, but have you been there to look out over the course of the summer? How about paddling? Tubing, canoeing, paddleboard, kayak rentals. They're all over this place to get out and enjoy the water. Biking, the state trails, the tunnel by Elroy Sparta. Have you ever been on that, by the way? No, Super but didn't cool. Shaw go halfway through that or something like the that? The tunnels? Well, I've, I've done a couple of them, but r- r- really a cool area. So don't give up on summer. Get out the Eagle Center that, and then that Owl Center, too. If, you, you know, if you're into wildlife and you want to check those out, there's a lot of stuff right here in our backyard to enjoy yet. And, and don't forget to get out and celebrate. You're listening to the best of the morning sickness. More, more, more. It's apparently International Cat Day, Shaw. Did you know that? No. I did not. International Cat Day. Kitty, kitty, kitty. Ugh, what a mistake that was. Right meow. I, I have learned my lesson on this one, Shaw. No How's more. That? The cat's cute. Whatever. I don't hate its guts, but I hate its guts. <laughs> 
Uh, I just it just the Don't meowing. It's cat, oh yeah yeah yeah. It's annoying yeah. and it's. So it's cat day? International cat day. I don't know what that means, but uh, here are the top things your cat would say if it could talk. (laughs) If your cat could talk, these are the top things it would say. If I ever catch that laser dot, it's dead. (laughs) I will say that that's a great way to get the cat to stop doing stuff that you don't want it to do. Like it it. immediately Mm -hmm. reacts to that laser pointer. Can't help itself. Like get away from those cords behind the TV. Oh, you're not listening to me. Here comes the laser pointer. Problem solved. That's about the only thing that works. Know how you blow pot smoke in my face? Yeah, keep doing that, man. I like it. Top things your cat would say if it could talk, Shaw, on International Cat Day. Why couldn't I have been adopted by Taylor Swift? That's true. Is she like a big cat cat person? I think so. Okay. Seems about right for Taylor Swift. Comfy living, anyway. No, that's for sure. You think she cleans the litter box or has like a maid <laughs> yeah, right. do it? Maid do it? I don't think that's a thing. No. Probably. That's Top guess. things your cat would say if it could talk. Have fun at work. I'll just be here plotting <laughs> your death. That's right. I want a cut of what you made off that YouTube video of me playing the piano. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seems fair. Racking up all them likes. Top things your cat would say if it could talk. Shaw here on the Morning Sickness on International Cat Day. It's ironic that I have nine lives and you have none. <laughs> oh, ow. No life. Wow. Uh, no, no life. Even your cat is mocking you. Ooh, did I just rub my bare ass across your face? Totally an accident, Sorry man. Sorry about that. My bad. Oh, here I go. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> don't mind me. I'm just going to smother you while you sleep. Wasn't that right? the guy? Yeah, you don't, don't know why I'm not getting a good night's sleep. Oh, oh wait. Maybe because your There's cat's cat trying to kill face. you. Uh, top things cats would say if they could talk on International Cat Day. Would you like a bird skull or mouse tail for your birthday? <laughs> I'm thinking about getting you one, and right. I just wasn't sure your preference. Well, when the ducks were getting close to being born, we thought that the cat, the neighbor cat, had gotten one because we that saw it in the... Yeah, well, we saw the cat had a bird in its mouth when we were leaving one night, and it ended up being just some rando bird, not our ducks, but I uh, was worried about it for a minute there. Top things uh, your cat would say if we could talk here on The Morning Sickness on International Cat Day. A couple more, Shaw. Why didn't you order tuna on your pizza? <laughs> is tuna worse than pineapple on pizza? Oh, I, yes. Okay. Yes. Why would yes. I use the litter box when I just found this perfectly good slipper? Oh, oh. thanks for the surprise. I will say that's one thing our cat doesn't do. The, the litter box mm-hmm. loves it. He goes in there. Like, as soon as the wife's that's done the cleaning it, he goes, goes right in there and marks his territory. Uh, last one shot. Top things your cat would say if I could, if it could talk on International Cat Day. Hey, time to dart in that other room for no reason at all. <laughs> oh, there's something in there. You just don't know what it is. My cat, Shaw, will sit on top of the dishwasher, and the treats are in the pantry. Uh-huh. And, like, sits out the door. And, well, just, like, kind of. Waiting for somebody to open that yes, door? Yes, yes. With its, like, paw on the on the door. Like, uh-huh. this is where they are. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can't you tell it, I'm but they're right in here. This is where you keep them. Look, human, right here. Right here. Human, just, dummy. Over here, human. The greatest show on earth. The best, the best of the morning sickness. It certainly doesn't have the ethical content that I think it should have. That's one way to lower yeah. your stress at work, Shaw. Here's have some other. Else do the work? Here's some other ways. Three ways to lower your stress at work. This okay. is a recent Don't study. <laughs> sort of on the list. A recent survey found the most stressful parts of the average job are the workload, uh, your confidence in the future of your job or position. Feeling like there's a lack of purpose or direction and uh, co-workers are fourth on the list of the reasons that make you stressed. Uh, Number three, don't get stuck in a rut, Shaw, and don't settle. The best careers are built on a series of minor adjustments along the way. Okay. So ask yourself, what do I like about my job? What don't I like about my job? And then be on the lookout for other positions that might 
uh, accentuate what you like and not what you don't. Number two, make yourself more valuable. If you worry so much, and most of us do, about losing your job, uh, continue to learn new skills and find ways to contribute to what... That's a good point. We've seen lots of evidence of that. ...moving forward within your company. And number one, just say no. If your workload is too much, it's usually not by choice. Make sure you're not voluntarily taking on too much, mm-hmm. Shaw. Sometimes we're actually our own worst enemies when it comes to that. I don't know any of those people. Mm. <clears throat> What? <clears throat> I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you say something? Mm-mm. I legit don't even know what you said. I was. I'm responding to text message. I'm an important person, so people contact me. Oh, gosh. Uh, so I, I'm responding to a text message and a Facebook message right now. See That's the empathy shot. Yeah, Randy. What happened? Empathy. What is it? Something uh-huh. about I'm supposed to feel something. Okay. Hold on, let me look. Go ahead, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me look. I feel. I feel bad. I really do. I just want. To I can see. tell you feel bad. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm. I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Number three. Mm-hmm. Don't get stuck in a rut. Don't settle. Best careers. Okay, he caught part of it. No, just say he's no. He's always looking at the paperwork that oh, I have. Oh, he's He's not. If your workload is mm. too much, it's usually not by choice. Just make sure you're not voluntarily taking on. I don't understand how any of this has anything to do with me. It doesn't. Okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah, just go to your rock stop, eat your lunch, and let us get Oh, I'm going to. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, man. Uh, one Says suspect. Captain Easy Street over here. <laughs> well, I just get my Christmas tree. I'll just get put up somehow. I don't know. Somebody will come over and do it. You know what you can do, Brian? Yeah, I'm going to do the rock stop. Yeah, you can suck it from a distance. Oh! <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> Ryan. Come on. Gene. Let's go. And Shaw giving you the best they've got. No, really. Tomorrow morning, somebody getting the hookup with all those freebies mm-hmm. for First Business Solutions mm-hmm. and Mung's Golden Egg Rolls. Got a text from Spaz. I, te- I said, I hope you're listening. I got a treat for you coming up. And he says, pulling up online now. He says, I did notice it's Scott Stapp's birthday today. Kick Mark in the balls and he screams like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. What a great start to the day. Creed Shreds. Anytime you can work in some Creed Shreds, it's good. It's going to be a good day. Oh, it's always going to be a good day. Uh, Frank Fogel, he qualified for the bike yesterday. Stopped down to Riverside Park and signed up. Brian, you must be my lucky charm. I qualified last night. You may have just earned yourself some homemade chocolate chip cookies. I like chocolate chip cookies. I won't say no to chocolate chip cookies, but if you want to bring me a pound of bacon today to the Rock Stop, I would prefer that. Just saying. Just saying. Now, you can check in via text. You can do it uh, to the studio, obviously, 7840957. You can email us. Kevin. This is interesting. Kevin. 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 What's Kevin got going on? Kevin's got an interesting theory. I guess I didn't I didn't put two and two together here. The Reddit Tinder story. The husband, yeah, yeah, yeah. wife, yeah. Tinder. Yeah. Is basically the storyline of the Pina Colada song. If you like Pina Coladas, get caught in the rain. Okay, I'm with you. If you're not into yoga. Alright. See, I don't know. Well, Google the lyrics and see if it makes any sense. I don't know. Well, I know about the cheating in there or whatever. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't. Google the lyrics and see if it somehow okay. makes any sense. Right, I mean, I the, the 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 hook, it doesn't say anything about the Reddit Tinder story to me. I was tired of my lady. We'd been together too long. 
like a worn out recording of a favorite song. Okay. So while she lay there sleeping, I read the paper in bed. And in the personals column, there was this letter I read. If you like, right, so yeah, Ozzy, I mean, this was, that was probably written in what, the 70s? The Pina Colada song? So it didn't have modern technology. God damn it, we got to get Kevin in on the show. That guy's a genius. How did he do it? So I didn't think about my lady. I know that sounds kind of mean, but me and my old lady had fallen in the same old routine, yada, yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. So I walk, I waited there with high hope. She walked in the place. I knew her smile in an instant, the curve of her face. It was oh, my own lovely lady. They found each other on the personals. That's what that song's about. And we laughed for a moment and said, So somebody I never lied knew. on Reddit and took the Pina Colada song and turned it into a modern. Is this what we're getting a reboot on Twitter? On Tinder? <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, they made it for a new generation. No, you don't remake the Pina Colada song. There's only one. They remade it on Reddit. This is infuriating. For a new generation. I can't, this this aggression will not stand. No, personally, come on, man. This is so much better than a Tinder story on Reddit. Get out of here with that. Ah, Kevin's a genius. We got to give him an award or something. He's got to win. Can can we give a winner on Thursday? (laughs) You want anybody to check in tomorrow? Well, yeah, but I mean, that's great. He, he helped the show out. I will give you that, That's Kevin. That you were helping today. You're I had a lot going on. I had to write a check for my wife. And I saw that. I didn't have time to more focus on the Creed shreds right now. I got to be honest. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, thank you very show much. Saver. We did get a bunch of texts and messages and stuff. Yeah, and we might as well stop there, though. Larry says 77 is way better than 69. Why, you ask? You get eight more. I get it. I get it. Could she suck it from a distance, though, Larry? <laughs> oh, man. Where was Shaw when that happened? Didn't it happen to him yesterday? Somebody said it to me at the Rock Stop last night. He's at the bar. His happy He's hour. Yeah. Shaw's out there having... Hey, by the way, if you do see Shaw out, make sure you remind him that he can suck it from a distance. Yeah. Well, say it all the time. All the time. Yeah. We got to get those shirts made. <laughs> we can, can we find some money in the budget? Can we move some money around into a slush fund and get some shirts <laughs> yeah, made? That's what All we right. can do. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. We've got podcasting. Just funny as hell. This is all over again. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. Yeah, boy! Only on 957therock.com.